Testing, testing. One, two, three. I bet. That bitch works. All right, y'all. So this is the first episode of the Eccentric Podcast with Camo. Eccentric. E-X, capital Z, E-N-T-R-I-C. Play on words. Eccentric. Definition. Weird as a bitch. A.K.A. Camo. Boom. And capital Z, because we're Generation Z, brothers. This is our podcast, but it's not just my podcast. This is a podcast for us, you know. I'm just I'm just one voice. You know, I, I just happened to get a mic off Amazon and decide to put my thoughts into some real content. But that don't make me... I'm just one voice. Like I said, I'm not always going to be right. I'm not always going to be wrong, though. I'm just somebody who just has a... Who just happens to have a unique opinion because I'm weird as a bitch. So this podcast is dedicated to the misunderstood, the outcasts, the douchebags, the assholes... Every single one of them that I know. If you know, you know. If you don't, look, if you don't know that, <laughs> this podcast isn't dedicated to you. But yeah, this podcast is is for us, man. Our our generation, Generation Z. Bro, we got to be one of the most scrutinized generations. The old heads hate us. Our parents don't get us. And sh- nigga, we hate each other, bro. Like, it's it's so much going on in the world. Like, this, this stuff needs to be discussed. And, you know, like I said, I just happened to get a mic off Amazon and, and decide to talk about it. But this is just my take on certain things. It's going to be fun, man. I'm going to be having discussions, debates. It's going to get a little controversial. It's going to get inspirational, too, though. I'm going to have my friends on here, too, of course. I'm going to be bringing in friends for interviews, interviewing people, interviewing my friends who are creatives, who are entrepreneurs, who, or, or just people who, who have unique experiences or, or other unique points of view besides mine. You know, I want to bring want to bring those people in because, like I said, this is for us, man. But just tune in with me, sit back, and enjoy the ride. We'll talk soon. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's your boy Camo, back on the ones and twos. You know, another day, another dollar, another day of the eccentric podcast with Camo. Another episode, another episode. It's a good day, man. Well, nah, it's, it's actually not a good day. If anybody seen. Well, I know I know everybody doesn't seen by this point. The the girl Amber Amber Geiger, the cop in Dallas, she so Charlie got sentenced. I mean, well, she was found guilty yesterday, and then so like you know we we all everybody was hyped like oh yeah we we finally done we done we finally done got this. Me I I was already skeptical, bro, because I already know like this white girl is one thing to find her guilty, but but watch this sentence be some bullshit. So look. Niggas seen the vid of the judge. They like, oh yeah, Shawty. Shawty was looking turn like Shawty looked like she's like, yeah, I'm about finally about to hand down some justice. But then we see that that Amber. They say Amber Geiger sentenced to ten years in Texas. Yo, yo, is eligible for parole after five years. Come on, man, are you serious? This really that shit is that's just like injustice in the system at like the highest levels, bro. Come on, like. Just imagine, just imagine if if his dad's a black cop. This man sneaks into, or break not breaks into breaks into this white girl's home, and ends up shooting her. What I mean, bro? Are you serious? You think this nigga getting ten years? <laughs> ten, my nigga, nigga. That nigga getting that nigga is getting the L, bro. He getting life, hundred percent. No, no chance to see the daylight. They don't give a fuck if you a black cop at all, cause y'all. There was another case recently where a black cop shot a white dude or a white girl or something. This man was, this man got the, he got a strong ass sentence. I, I gotta, I'm gonna come back with more info about, about that nigga. But it's just the fact that it's black people in jail for weed. Niggas have, are in jail for weed, small possessions of weed. 
They getting more than 10 years. But this bitch killed somebody. You a damn human being, bro. You in any in any religion you look at, bro. All that shit says no man shall kill another. Niggas killing niggas now, like we're all getting crazy. Like it really is. But but just back to back to Shawty, bro. We has and just a black dude, like like we're getting killed by the cops just on the regular, like dead ass, bro. Anytime anytime a nigga get pulled over, or I I hear my friends getting pulled over. It's like yo. Like we just gotta make sure we we straight to make it home for the night. Cause at this point, that's that's all the nigga trying to do, bro. Nigga, nigga got big goals. I ain't trying, nigga. I ain't trying to go out by no damn cop. I ain't trying to go out like a real nigga, not not by no damn cop, bro. I got way too much to live for 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 some cop that just got got some type of superiority complex because he feel like he done put on a badge and he a real nigga. The only thing that that you have over me, you you got a gun and you you got a badge. But I don't want to. I don't want to hear about none of that shit. Like, but it's it's dads. Like, if you look at all these studies, it's, niggas who are cops, like they, they dads like weren't, weren't cool in school or weren't popular in school, and and they just. But once they get that badge, but that shit that shit change your life. It gives niggas a sense of sense of empowerment, entitlement, and and you supposed to. They're little. You're literally here to protect and serve the community. That's literally y'all niggas took an oath. Y'all niggas took an oath when you came into the office. Or stepped into your position, you took an oath to protect and serve your community, but yet you out here killing. That's so wild to me. If anybody has seen Hassan Minhaj, well, they should well, they should check out Hassan Minhaj Patriot. He got an episode where he talks about like, like just policing in the system, and when you really look at this shit, like it's it's really crazy. Like like what these cops do to get away with, like. Just even if, even if they don't agree with it, it's like once you get into that cop life, they got whole police unions and shit like, and their job is literally to protect the cops. So that's why that's why in a lot of these in a lot of these cases, that's why that's why these cops don't be getting fired. Like these niggas, they get they get sent to the desk job. How do you even like live with yourself like just knowing that that you that you killed somebody, and you just walking home, or you just going home for the night, and you know you're gonna be straight, you know you're gonna keep your badge. But if you seen if you if you seen another if you seen another one recently, it was this police officer. This nigga was on Twitter. He was literally um planting drugs on people on camera, but this nigga was literally on camera. He's literally on the camera. If you see that this nigga is planting drugs onto niggas. Do you do you really think like like if you're doing some shit like that on camera, bro, you know you're gonna be straight. Cause that's just that's literally just because the system is literally meant to protect the police officers. So that's why I'm not even surprised that this bitch got ten years. Cause I knew when I heard she's guilty. Okay, she's guilty. That's one thing. That shit that shit don't mean nothing if, if she ain't really gonna get punished. Yeah, she's a she's a cop. Ten years. They gon' that that little that little white bitch probably ain't even gonna make it them ten years if we if we keep it in a hundred. They nigga she a cop too. They gonna be like oh yeah this fresh meat. They gonna nigga what they gonna have her as like a uh, piper on uh, orange is the new black. Hundred percent, and then but that's the thing. She gonna she gonna go through that shit and go back to. She'll be able to have a life again after after she done killed after she done killed somebody after she broke into his. She went into his crib saying saying she thought it was the wrong crib and she killed him and she knew like okay yeah I'll I'll be able to get away with. That's literally that's literally what these what the police be doing like that. Man, even even just in encounters I've had with police, it's just like. These dudes, they just want any type of reason to 
to like use they use their power against you because they and especially especially now I, I swear because they they know we black young black men they they know that the ones that that got that got a good head on us like they know we don't want to try and force them because we know these these niggas be on some shit so they they gonna try and use that shit against us but now that's that's when you just got to know your rights because that as it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of shit that that we rights that we have especially growing up like that we didn't know that we had. But my friend Rachel, Rachel, shout out Rachel if you if you hear this, uh, shout out Rachel. She was telling me, but when we in, like the way we be riding around, gas like like riding around if if you if your friends have gas and you in the whip, you can be, like if you're just in the whip and you're not the driver, the only person who can get away with that like if y'all get pulled over and there's weed in the car, the only person who can really get away with it is the driver. Because he can say it's it's my car. I didn't know what was was in the car, but if you just if if you just riding around with your niggas and and you not and you don't have no gas on you, but there's gas in the car, you won't be able to really beat the charge. The nigga who's the driver, he'll he'll have a better chance of getting that shit dismissed because he's the driver. But now it's like, but that's the thing. You gotta you gotta know that, especially like cop knocking your door, but. Nah, they can't. No, you can't come in. We can we can sit here and talk outside, but you can't come in, sir. Not without a warrant. I don't want to hear that. But you gotta you gotta tell them these. But the thing is, you gotta you gotta say that shit in a respectful manner. Not even a respectful manner. Just confidently, like you, like no, I know my rights. I can do, I can do this. I can do such and such. Cause cause and that's the thing when they they see that you confident with that shit and they and and you they see that that you ain't just no nigga who's gonna let them go for that. Shit. If you if all your shit straight, like if you. If you ain't got shit on you, or if you just chilling, like you straight, bro, because you you had you was clean, you knew your rights, you knew you was clean, and tell them to get the fuck on with their day, <laughs> live to fight another day, bro. That that's that's the motto, man. Another another thing I want to talk about. If my niggas who used to watch football, if anybody remember Percy Harvin, <laughs> that nigga literally came out today. He said, "Yeah, I I was high every game when I was in the NFL." Every game, but and if niggas seen Percy Harvin, that nigga was nice. So like, if that if that nigga if that nigga was off the gas doing niggas like that, and also Calvin Johnson, but Calvin Johnson, if Megatron, nigga, are you shitting me? But that nigga Megatron was a monster. I don't want to hear none of that shit. A freak of nature. That nigga said he smoked after every game to to help with the pain and to help with the help with like anxiety, and he want to get on the opioids, and that and Percy Harvin like that shit helped with his migraines and. And like anxiety, but that's the thing. The NFL, especially, yeah, the the NFL in particular, when when it comes to these athletes, they like especially these owners, bro. These niggas really like, yeah, you yeah you own the team, you bought this, but still, nigga, you a human being, nigga. Yeah, you pay, yeah, you're paying me a lot of money. You my boss. If we really want to keep the honey, but nigga, who's who's the one that the that the fans is coming out to see? They coming out to see me. They ain't coming out to see your old ass. That nigga Robert Kraft, nigga, nigga out here be getting prostitutes. But nah, they wanna, nigga. They be pumping up these niggas with with all these types of perks, Vicodins, all that shit, bro. Them opioids, bro. Like them niggas, they literally just had them shits on standby, bro. Like if you really do your research, bro, you'll see like that that opioid shit is really that shit crazy. Especially in in the NFL, I'm I'm talking about the NFL right now, but like even just in general, opioid crisis is crazy, my nigga. <laughs> Nigga, them, if anybody's seen Dave Chappelle, he's talking about how them, them white folks out in Ohio and shit where, where he where he from and shit, he said niggas be look, walking around looking like zombies. 
or everybody looks sleepy as fuck. Them perks got them perks done got to their ass. But nah, them white folks out there that that ain't that ain't just perks, my nigga. That's <laughs> nigga, that's heroin, <laughs> oxycontins and shit. Yeah, that that shit's a whole lot crazy. But but now nah, back back to the NFL. That shit is crazy, bro. They want they want to pump your ass up with with all that shit. But the minute you but the minute you smoke some weed, oh nah, he's out of the NFL, nigga. That nigga Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon don't went through all this shit. Like we on the East Coast, so I'm I'm on the East Coast, so I know it's completely different. Like out in Cali and shit, but it's like the fact that people don't accept, especially these professional athletes. But them niggas got hella money, nigga. You think they ain't spending that shit on some weed, nigga? They they want to get high after the game, my nigga. You know them niggas in pain, shit. Getting hit by them, especially them running backs and shit, bro. You can't blame these niggas, bro. It's it's a cope it's a coping mechanism, and especially just the fact that it's it's way better than opioids, bro. And even just and now now you're seeing like now it's not even just you don't even gotta smoke the shit. If you don't fuck with with weed just for even medicinal purposes, nigga, they got fucking ointment cream, CBD, nigga. That shit don't get you high at all, nigga. That shit ain't even psychoactive, bro. But that shit that shit gets you right. <laughs> you you wear that shit on you or something or eat them bitches, nigga. You, good but people are really gonna see the the effects of of weed just not even just smoking it like this nigga wiz he was just doing an interview recently with um joe rogan on joe rogan shit like as we get older and shit smoking weed ain't even going like that's gonna be like old school he was talking about how how like niggas gonna be using weed and everything like you see now they be using the hemp all that shit for for all this natural cream and like bro i'm telling you bro my niggas who want to invest in the weed industry, I'm telling you, that this is a good time to do it because we that shit that shit really that shit really is the future, bro. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie, like just I am a I am a advocate for for cannabis. I swear, bro, niggas <laughs> don't don't realize really realize the effects and like how powerful weed could really be. But you could you could sit down, nigga. I bet I bet if you were to have a damn bunch of Trump supporters and a some educated Trump supporters, not not them Bojack Horseman looking ass niggas, not them niggas. I'm talking about the educated people who know they shit, who aren't dickheads about they about they political opinions, and some people from the Democratic side who who know they shit. They'll nah, not fuck that, not not the Democratic side, nigga. You get you get some Trump supporters and some black niggas, put them in some educated some educated Trump supporters and some black niggas who who know they shit, nigga. Let let me have a. Nigga, we can sit here, have a have a session, have a session, smoke some good ass weed, get to debating, bro. Not even debating. We gonna be having a conversation, nigga. We nigga, we wouldn't even wanna, we wouldn't even hate each other, nigga. We'll, we'll be talking about like how how niggas' lives was. I swear, you could you could save you could save a lot of like world wars off some shit just by weed. Folks don't folks don't even realize the folks don't even realize the power of it. Like, I'm a very worldly person, and I'm not gonna lie. I can I can attribute. I feel like I can attribute some of that. To weed because I mean you know you guys fucking you get curious about shit nigga so shit makes you curious about the world I got a lot of shit I want to see in this in this world man real man real real goals real goals and also just like like your lifestyle your lifestyle is just and your vibe is just completely different than than folks who don't like that's the thing but these folks is against weed but I swear they wouldn't be if they if they really smoke that shit, okay, yeah. So not everybody, not everybody's meant to be a smoker. That's true, but the people who are against it and have never smoked it, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that because folks be folks be be smoking that shit once and, and be straight. They're like, nah, it made my throat hurt or some shit. 
but nah, they can. I bet, I bet money them niggas can chuck the shit out some beer. <laughs> but yeah, they they want to talk about how they you want to you want to talk about all this other shit like oh weed is is bad for you or like bro all them old ass Republicans bro oh my god bro I swear if you put I swear if you put them them old ass Republicans in in the room with like a new generation of. The, the youth of us, Generation Z? Yeah, shout out, shout out, Eccentric Podcast. Yes, sir, Generation Z. If you were to get some of us who know our shit, and let, let, let us talk. We'll, we'll, I, I bet we'll get to the bottom of this shit. We can, we can try and fix this shit together. But them, them niggas too stubborn and, and, and hard-headed to, to ever listen to, to ever listen to some niggas like us. Because they don't, we some shit they ain't never seen before, bro. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying, bro. Man, us young black men coming up. Generation Z, like I was, like I was talking about on my intro, but we really the, we really got to get to it, bro, because it's like it's it's not easy out here for us, bro. It's, it's it's hard out here for niggas, bro. Systems trying to get you, folks. We not getting the same opportunities. The police killing us, but we really got we really got got to put on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like because because shit shit ain't really shit ain't meant for us. Like like niggas, this, the world don't want to see us shine, bro. But but that's the thing. As we get into these positions of power, like just coming up, like the things that we can do, we really are going to niggas really gonna be scared of the shit that we can do. Once we use our voice, we'll we'll be able to to spread the knowledge and then we can once we get to that power, we'll we'll be able to fix the shit going on around us. And at least me personally, that's that's my goal. I, my goal make the world a better place, you know what I'm saying? That's it. I'm I'm finna get that shit tatted on me. Be the change you used to see in the world. Give me a big ass mural. <laughs> I ain't gonna get no mural, but I do. I am gonna get that shit tatted on me. Niggas who know me, I got shit. I got I got peace tatted on me in Arabic. Salam, assalamu alaikum. That shit. Well, I just got salam, but that shit hard. I got that shit. Man, it's it's really, it's really so much that that, that we can do in this in this world, man. For real, cause what we. We gotta be the ones that that take the charge, man. I'm I'm taking this um right now. I'm taking this this social movement class, like civil society social movement, and like some of the shit we be watching is like like how like how the when the people come together, especially us black people, bro. We are we are very powerful. We are really powerful. Like if you look at like the history of like the sit-ins, just how the the sit-ins came along, and just just how we was able to organize. I think it was Fisk University. But this, this shit literally started with, with people our age, college students, the our parents' age and, and shit. Like the well, not even our parents, but like our grandparents and shit. The the older, the older people, they organized that shit. They're the ones. They literally, they literally had all of Nashville following their lead, and they did the shit peacefully, just sitting. They they knew that they was gonna get tormented. I mean, not even tormented, but they know that they would be subjected to violence or harassment, all that shit. And they trained for that shit because they knew. Cause they know if, if we peacefully and we don't retaliate, there's nothing that they can, like all the, all them punches in the world ain't gonna stop us because our cause is bigger than violence. Our our cause is is something deeper than this. We're we're trying to we're trying to build for for our generation for for what our generation is is trying to do now. But the thing is, we hate each other, bro. It's we we don't like each other, bro. To keep it a hundred, you got fam fam be beefing over you beefing with a girl over what. Let that let that little beef go, bro. Because just I was talking, I was talking about how us young black men, bro. Just us as as the black community, it, especially my black females, man. Shout out, shout out, shout out my black queens, man. Because it ain't easy out here for y'all either. Cause y'all got y'all got to deal with the same shit we dealing with. And then on top of that, y'all are women. 
really hard out it, but it's hard out here for for black women, bro, cuz y'all are already y'all are already black. You're dealing with with that. That that's one thing that we have to deal with as as a people. But then y'all are women and women, my women have it hard. So I I do it's like shout out to the feminists, the the cool ones, bro, cuz you y'all already know. I I fought, I fought with the feminist movement, but y'all already know some some girls be doing too much. I ain't going I ain't going to get into too much of that, but some of y'all be doing too much, but it's all good. It's all good. Do you? Do you? I want to see women in power, man. I, I love the women empowerment movement, and that's and that's another thing. I, w- I wonder what what it's gonna be like if um once we get that first female president. I would like to, I would like to see it happen, but I just don't know who niggas niggas talking about. You can't. I don't know if I can fuck with Kamala Harris as all oh, this shit she done she done did her crazy ass. Elizabeth Warren. I mean. She seemed like she for the people, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would like to see it happen because if y'all ever seen that that video with Trump, but it wasn't even Trump, but it was this dude. It was this dude. Um, he was going around asking the Trump supporters questions, and they just didn't know the answers to him. Like they was just complete. They bitch, them niggas are completely brainwashed. That shit really funny, but y'all have definitely seen it. And one of the questions was he him as a nigga. Well, not as a nigga, as a as a white person, white dude. He asked her, he said, why do you think a, a woman can't be president? And this, and this bitch said, because, well, she, she said, women have a lot of hormones and we'll start a war in two seconds. Bitch, what do you mean? You're, you are one woman and you, you going to speak for the entire female generation. I mean, the, the entire female gender, my nigga. Well, not my nigga, my wigger, my wigger bitch. How are you that brainwashed to to really believe? And then and then and that this was the nigga's rebuttal. He said he said, "Well, haven't all the wars been started by men?" Bitch, ain't know what to say, which is very true, man. I don't I don't know, man. The the world crazy, honestly. I don't know. I I, ain't, I don't think I could be a politician, but I do want to. One thing I do want I do want to be like a diplomat, though. I do I do want to be a person out here changing the world, you know, because you know somebody got to do it. Shit, cause these white people, Trump, I can't, I can't believe motherfuckers let this nigga Trump get elected, bro. That shit is, that shit is insane to me. I still literally think about this shit, like even just today, to this day, this nigga literally was tweeted, this nigga literally made a tweet and said the word bullshit. You and you and you know this nigga tweets is none but bullshit. And then this nigga, and then another one, this nigga literally posted like a meme with Nickelback. Look at this photograph. That nigga and niggas really let this nigga get elected president. And then on top of that, there are no Republicans running against this nigga. What the hell is going on? Why don't this nigga have no competition, bro? Somebody has got to get this nigga. But that and that's a, but that's another thing, bro. The Democratic Party is so many of these niggas. Like yeah, it's getting down. But but even in the first debates, you had all these unnecessary ass people. But all these these niggas can't unite under. I, w- I really want to see, like, who's going to win to see if the party will really unite, unite behind that person. Because that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, the, the Democrats, they all have the same agenda of, of just getting, they, they want to get rid of Trump, which is who, I don't give a fuck what your political party is at this point, but it, it needs to be fuck Trump. Me, personally, bro, I'm, I'm voting for the person that has plans to, to, to help the black community. Honestly, like I, I was trying not to be like, like me personally, I'm not even like one of them like whole tip ass black power ass niggas. But, but I just feel like at this point it's just so much. Like just even going back to the first thing I talked about with the nigga, with with Botham Jean gets killed, the bitch gets ten years. 
But there's there's so much there's so much progress that needs to be made in our community, and I need somebody I need somebody that's looking out for me. No cap, I just I just need it. Like niggas be talking about the black agenda. Yes, nigga, I want to hear that shit. Tell me tell me what you gonna do for me, and after me, then then let's try and fix the world because that 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 needs to come next. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see where our country goes. It's whoever, but that's the thing. But whoever comes in, they have to they gotta make the presidency like a thing again like because trump trump is literally this nigga is literally like a fucking entertainer like i literally laugh at his dumb ass we need somebody who's going to come in and and one they i feel bad for whoever it is because i couldn't do it but they gonna have to come in and get and fix this nigga trump i mean at least clean up clean up the mess that he made and and one you have to make america look respectable again because we look crazy to the rest of the world Crazy, my nigga, crazy. I did a study abroad trip to Morocco in January of this year. Literally, I had some language partners, was Moroccan, and they would literally be asking me, what the fuck is is, is wrong with Trump? Like, is, is he, like, real? Like, like, does he really do this shit? And I'm like, yeah, bro, yeah. He, he does it. I, don't, I can't explain this shit either. I, I don't know. But, but also, they have to fix shit that's going on in the country because our country is fucking split in half don't nobody fuck with nobody <laughs> honestly but it but especially like like through like especially along political lines that's the thing i don't see that that sign of hope that i saw with with obama like yeah obama president obama was a black man you know, mixed but he had black in him so you know i fuck with him and he he united he united people of all races like you had you had white people you had white people voting for this nigga you had Mexicans voting for this nigga, like now but now it's like Trump has Trump has literally split our country so much like people are literally like back to like our we're we're just trying to be amongst ourselves like like you know it's 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 us against them like the black people stay with the black people the white people stay with the white people the Muslims stay with the Muslims the Hispanics stay with the Hispanics nobody nobody wants to unite like and me personally I. Was, I, I do want to, that shit needs to be fixed, like, like, and that's why I'm glad at, at, at where I am, that's why I'm glad I'm at Mason and shit, because, you know, Mason, Mason diverse and shit, so, I be with everybody, I love it, because that, that's how, that's how the world is going to look, but I'm talking about the country, we'll talk about Mason another time, that shit is literally split, he's literally, he's literally divided us into, into our, back to, back to our people, like, like, yeah, people, people are always going, going to relegate to their tribe or their, their community, like I still like I study conflict all like my minor is conflict analysis resolution. Shit, I ain't even tell my my major is government and international politics and my minor is conflict analysis and resolution. Boom. But yeah, so so my minor is conflict. And one of the things that we studied was was that like when people are when people are divided amongst each other, this creates like a whole like super identity, like and and you just look at and you look at these other as these other groups as your as your enemy. As your enemy and not 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 as one and Cause that, cause that shit is real, bro. When people feel a threat to their identity, they they want they want to fight it to protect their identity. That that's what's happening with these white people. They they seeing they seeing a lot of Hispanics, a lot of Muslims, people who are people who are black moving into their communities. They see around them, they think like, oh nah, I'm losing my heritage. But yeah, that whoever is a they need to be a person that can unite our country back, and that's gonna be hard. I don't I don't know if it'll be. I don't know if it'll be this term. I don't. I don't see it. But 
We need it. We're we're in a bad place. Our country is in a bad place. The communities are in a bad place. And it, I don't know, man. Con conflict is a conflict is a crazy concept, it, and it's a lot of conflict in in our world and our country. But somebody somebody's got to take out that mantle. I don't know. It might it might got to be your boy Camo, man, because. Shit, y'all niggas let Trump get elected shit. <laughs> I don't know. If if Trump can get elected shit, I could do anything, my nigga. But yeah, man. Yeah, this just this just a little taste. You know what? This, this episode episode one of the shit, it's episode something. I don't know. But yeah, this this just a taste this just a little taste of, of what you can sit here and expect on the eccentric podcast, with your boy Camo. It's gonna be talks, man. You know, we just gonna be gonna be talking about the world and shit. It's, it's it's a lot of shit to talk about, and, and somebody got to do it. So, yeah, man, new new content coming soon, new episodes coming soon. You know, signing out. We'll talk soon.